sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. You join me now for the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm delighted to say I'm joined for the first time by Neil Shah, Director of Content and Strategy for Edison Group. Um, Neil, as um, this is our first uh, time, perhaps it would be a good moment to to pause and look at the, the markets in general and where we're, where we're at. It's a good starting point. I think um, I've, I've been reflecting on the various conversations I have with fund managers and there's a reasonable degree of caution out there if you take a look at the broad indices uh, it's notable that the us and the uk have been lagging um europe and japan if you take a look at either a 12 year a 12 month view or year to date view um and it's interesting to try and understand the reasons why the us um Pretty toppy from a valuation perspective. You know, some their companies on a relative basis are more expensive. Um, the the large cap tech names continue to outperform. So you know, if you buy into an Apple and the, you know the the, the, the typical fangs, mm. they've done well. But the broader indices have been underperforming um, the, the the European indices, and that's telling you that, that you know the the rest of the of those companies you know, haven't been sharing as well. And what's what's driving that? I think there is this feeling that, that the Fed is topping out from a rates perspective. Most of the indicators are pointed to inflation coming down. There's some concern that that's actually moving into a deflationary environment. But the US has this particular issue of um, a banking crisis, that, yes. you know, um, and the, the the tightening credit conditions are leading people to think about the fact that there may may be a, a recessionary environment towards the back end of this year. And given given its position in the global economy, of course, you know that's significant and it has a ripple effect across all the other markets. By contrast, um, I mean I think Europe actually has been surprising to the upside the the main issue around europe was around the impact of energy prices and its dependence on you know the russian supply stream that's been less pronounced than originally feared i think we we weathered that better than uh, anticipated over the winter and now with commodity prices rolling over actually you're starting to see some upward surprise in growth and momentum out of the european companies um, they're on more attractive valuations, and that's leading people to take a look. Um, we're seeing a similar kind of picture in, in Asia where, you know, Japan is actually outperforming a lot of uh, the rest of the world. And that's really, I think, a view of the China reopening plan. And there's some negative numbers out of China um, yesterday on the manufacturing side. But I generally feel that, you know, there is over time that the, the, their consumer is going to build confidence in Japan is a play in terms of getting into uh, that market, mm. and that the UK market, which has been a laggard, um, as you know, lots of people talk about the fact that it's uh, you know relatively cheap, and has been cheap ever since um, you know 2016 with Brexit. Um, and I, I think you know the, the the issues in the UK. I think are the fact that you know the, the things that are causing inflation and the stubbornness of inflation. 
and the fact that all the things that you know, rightly or wrongly, however uh, they, they look to address it, I think that the things that were outlined in this trust is sort of position of, you know, we need to address our productivity and growth. Those are things that are going to take time to resolve. And I think um, it's it's hard to attract um, people to a market where they don't see particularly strong growth uh, coming through. And actually, you know, the rate cycle looks like it's going to have to tighten further. So uh, that's, the, that's the picture we're, we're sort of painting. I think we're in for a choppy next six months from a market perspective. Um, people are interested in companies. They're sort of sizing them up, good quality companies, and uh, they're sizing them up right now. But the general sense I, I get is that they think they'd be able to buy those cheaper later in the year. Um, and it feels like the low volatility we've seen in the markets right now uh, is not going to stay and that we are going to see, um, you know, slightly more direction taking place uh, in the back end of this year. Okay, let's pause for breath and we'll look what um, UK investors um, might be able to consider doing at the moment. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. You're listening to the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm talking to Neil Shah of uh, Edison Group. Um, So, Neil, I mean, you... Uh, we're giving us the sort of perspective of um, of fund managers and um, private investors that may perhaps have a, a, a different perspective. And um, what should people be thinking about if they're looking to invest at the at the moment? Do you think? Well, I think you know in this kind of environment, and uh, you know I've been through a number of cycles. When when you've got this kind of uncertainty on the horizon. What you're really looking for is uh, companies which have got a good self-help story um, Mm -hmm. so that they're less vulnerable to the exogenous environment and actually the drivers take place by actions they themselves can take. Um, And a couple of names which I would highlight uh, for people to take a look at um, that that I think fit that build. So we initiated last Friday uh, on Tops Tiles. And uh, just for your listeners, if you you know, all our research is available freely on uh, www.edisongroup.com. So you can go and have a look at the initiation and the video inter- interview uh, uh, from uh, the, the Top Style management team. Uh, thing I think thing I like about Top Styles is that they rationalised uh, effectively their store brace last year. So you know all the costs effectively of running through. Um, a rationalization program is is really behind them. They're going to now see the benefits of that sort of rationalization coming through in the coming years. It was interesting to note that when we went out with the note, uh, a lot of people picked up on the fact that we're slightly ahead of consensus, which they take as a bullish sign. Um, I think that the strategy in terms of driving growth and improving growth, you know, they they want to get 20% market share. The strategy of one in five is is uh, was sort of articulated in 2020 uh, by that team, and and they're on their way to doing doing that. They're doing that uh, one by you know continuing to sort of build out their 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 store format. Um, they're opening up an online channel and growing that. And they're also moving into sort of adjacent areas of the commercial market. Um, And I think that that's widening out their addressable market. So here's a story where I think 
actually quite a lot of the actions that they're taking are things that are in their own control that they should be uh, in a difficult environment probably be uh, be able to grow out market share it's yielding close to seven percent from a dividend perspective it looks attractively valued um and so a name that i think you know would potentially fit the bill um the other name which i would highlight which is slightly more larger market cap is, is greg's uh which is which has done phenomenally well over the last decade um you know close to about 2.4 billion pound uh market cap now and again similar kind of story four key pillars to double the revenues of the business um which is very much in their control they can continue expanding their store footprint and they're actually accelerating that they used to open up about 100 stores a year um post pandemic actually they're finding that they they're finding more attractive sites at better prices and they're really pushing to move that up to 150. Um, they're opening up digital channels. So, you know, you can get Greg's through partnerships with, with um, some of the online um, food delivery companies. They're running a loyalty program um, similar to the coffee shops. You, know, you go in and you get stamps, but Greg's loyalty program is across their, their product range. Mm. And then the final thing which uh, uh, they're trying to do is um, they're, they're trying to expand into the evening. They've got a tiny market share in the evening market, but a lot of their peer group, you know, do reasonably well um, uh, in that evening yes. segment. And so they're broadening out the, the food appeal. So again, I, it's it's just it, you know the thing. I I recently did a, a a video interview with Lawrence Hulse, who's a, a fund manager. And, one of the questions I asked him is that you know what what advice would you give if a manage you know management team came to uh, see you and he said well don't tell me don't tell me a story tell me a plan and that's what I really like about Greg's they've got a very clear plan effectively in terms of how they're going to grow out their revenues and actually in a in a time where cost of living is high on the agenda I think they're going to do really well people will substitute mm. into and take and take advantage of the Greg's product <laughs> I always find I grew up in Newcastle not very far away from the very first Greg's. I still find its success yeah. slightly sort of bewildering when he was just our local baker. Um, anyway, Neil, thank you very much indeed. Uh, that's Neil Shah, who's now going to be a regular on the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. Be back with me, I hope, in a fortnight's time. Neil is Director of Content and Strategy at Edison Group. Thank you, Neil. Pleasure. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. Mm-hmm.